0: Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi everybody, I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me this week for the recap. I am so delighted uh, to be here. It is a whopping 104 degrees here in Reno, Nevada. I'm sure it's hotter in many places than here, but... It's very warm, (laughs) but I am so very thankful to God that I have a home to sit in with an air condition so I cannot complain. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited that you have. And uh, I I pray that this week's testimony has really moved you, shaken you up to, to, to want to do something different, something that maybe has been stirring deep down inside of you and you just haven't quite known what to do with it. You know, one of the things, um, uh, one of the comments that I received this week, this one was a little bit different from the other testimonies that have gone out uh, because it is business related. But, you know, that is part of why I wanted her testimony to go out. So, Denise, thank you, my sister, for being willing to sit with me for about an hour or so and just share your journey If nothing else, I want us to come to realize that our testimonies is really our journey. What has God taken me through? Where is God taking me? What direction is he leading me? Am I fighting it? Am I going willingly? What are the lessons that I'm learning along the way? And this was Denise's journey to finding her authentic voice and I I I love the fact honestly that it is involving business because I think so often we have a tendency to separate business from spirituality you know we separate business from God but what I have learned and what I am continuing to learn is that everything everything comes down to a God principle Everything, how we serve our families, how we are in business, how we are with our friends, everything really comes down to a God principle. Why? Because each and every one of us, whether we believe in God or not, we all come from this incredible God. It's impossible to deny your own DNA. You may not like the family you come from. But the bottom line, if someone checks your DNA, there's no way for you, to, you know, for you to deny. Yeah, well, I'm part of that family. That family may be Jerry Spring- Springer-ish. <laughs> that family may be embarrassing to you. But your DNA points you into that direction. I believe every single one of us possesses the DNA of our God Almighty. So there really is no way to deny it. So when I step into business, I have to step into it authentically, which means I step into it with the principles of God or I choose to step into it as an imposter. I tell you now, her book is beautiful. I have not gotten to reading all of it yet. I just began, but literally just to look at the book, is a beautiful cover. It's a book that you go, hmm, I want to sit down and read this. So I'm really excited to dig into it. But one of the things that just caught my eye recently, just right off the bat, um, in the forward as as the the as she was as the friend was describing who Denise is, she talks about it, she says she's a woman that will take someone from nothing, listen to all of your concerns, stay with you and move you from where you are to where you want to go. She is a woman who will take someone from nothing, listen to your concerns, stay with you and move you from where you are to where you want to go. I heard that, I read that. I was like that sums up our God. That was that's her God DNA. Guiding and directing her authentic voice. (laughs) Guys, that is what God does for us. He takes us, all of us, with nothing. He listens to us. He listens to our concerns. I want to know, BJ, what's going on inside of you. I want to know how you feel. I want to know what you're dreaming of. I wanna know what are your passions. So he takes BJ from nothing. He listens to BJ's concerns. He stays with me when I get lost along the way. He stays with you when we get lost on our journey. He moves us from where we are, whether that's in doubt, That's in fear, that's in uncertainty, that's in great belief. He says, I will move you from where you are to where you want to go. Finding your authentic voice. God will direct us to our authentic voice. You know, when I first heard it, I I heard the title... I hesitated. I love the title, but then I hesitated. I backed off of the title only because finding your authentic voice—it can almost be a catchphrase. There's so many phrases out there today. People hear it and go, "Oh," you know, and they say things, and it just—it means nothing. But as I started to dig, I'm going, "Okay, she's given us the blueprint to finding your authentic voice." For me, that's the word of God. But it is more than a catchphrase because so many of us don't know who we are. So we can't possibly know what our authentic voice is. We have tried to be so many other people that we're clueless as to who God has made us to be. We try to be people that we admire that's wonderful for them. But it's not who we are. We try to be a reflection of what others want us to be. But that's not who we are. We even grab onto a, we create our own persona. of who we want to be. And we want people. But is that who you really are? I am amazed at how many Christians are lost in who they are. The world you expect it. Because we allow, we listen to the voices. <laughs> Maybe that's a better way to put it. We listen to the voices of so many outside stimuli. Social media tells us who we are, what we should be doing, what our home should look like, how we should be dressing. Oh, what we should do with our hair this year. It's like there's so many outside voices. And then if we can't quite, crea- can't quite get there, we create it with filters. We create it with all sorts of other things. So we've got the outside stimuli. We've got social media talking to us. We've got television ads talking to us. Magazines talking to us. Who am I? I would never know my voice until I come to know God's voice. That's the thing that I came to discover. You know, as a performer, and I, I, I did it full time for about 30 years. And then it slowly started to peter until I do part of it. every now and then I would do something. But as far as just full time, totally engulfed for about 30 years and loved it. Loved it. When I hear people talk about the arts, and it's not a negative thing. It just is what it is. It was my life. But I also look back at old photographs, and there's so many faces <laughs> of BJ. Not just the different photographs, 8 by 10s I took, but just so many layers because I was trying to figure out who am I. You know, it makes me think about a chorus line. There was the song, a chorus line. Who am I anyway? Am I my resume? This is a picture of a person I don't know. That's literally how I felt most of my career. Most of my career. Again, not down on it. It served me. It served me very, very well. But when I look back on it now, I had no clue who I was. When I walked into an audition, I became who you wanted me to be. And that's great for getting a job. It's not so great when you're trying to find your authentic voice. The blueprint but finding your authentic voice. I just went through, like I said, I've only gotten to just a little bit, like the first chapter of it. And I'm just glancing, gleaning. But as I went through it, I see Bible principles. She starts out just her first, it's only three chapters. <laughs> With, you know, subchapters in there. But she talks about, number one, you've got to be willing to lay the groundwork. And I looked at went, God, how often as ministers do we preach? You gotta be willing to lay the groundwork. You have to be willing to lay the groundwork. You cannot get to where I am if you're not willing to go through what I've gone through. So often we want what we see in other people. I want to be like so-and-so or I want the anointing of so-and-so but do you have any clue what that person has gone through to become what it is that you're admiring are you willing to lay the groundwork that means combing through your Bible this is my life I say this as those you can see it but my Bible is never far from me (laughs) Because this is my lifeline. I live by this. I eat, sleep, dream by this. I've been willing to lay the groundwork in order to stand a little bit more solidly. Are you willing to lay the groundwork? Or do you just want to stand solidly without having done the work underneath it. You never find your voice until you hear God's voice. Are you listening? Are you placing yourself in the places in which God's speaking? Or are we busy doing us Expecting God to step in there somewhere and make himself known. When he's asking us to stop, quiet yourself. Listen for me. And then let's begin to lay the groundwork for your spiritual building. The second chapter she talks about, again, I'm just gleaning, guys. I'm just gleaning through her titles right now. She said, after that, you've got to be willing to do the heavy lifting. I was like, yes, girl. (laughs) Yes, that's what ministry is all about. So much of my time is trying to inspire and motivate and bring people to a belief and an understanding that we must be willing to do the heavy lifting. God can, but He will not apart from us. I know I say it all the time. Our God is capable of doing anything He wants to do, totally without our assistance, but He chooses to partner with us. Are you willing to do the heavy lifting? I'm amazed how much we want, and I think I even mentioned in my book, I was frustrated. That I, was, that I had to work so hard <laughs> to get to God. Aren't you satisfied with the fact that I show up on Sunday mornings, God? Aren't you satisfied that I, I, I go to church on Wednesday nights, God? That was the extent of my heavy lifting. And God made it very clear. He said, BJ, no, you are not doing me a favor. I'm doing you a favor. (laughs) I literally had to stop in my tracks and realize I am so entitled in my way, spiritually. I am so, I'm sitting at the table, come feed me in my way, spiritually that I am that way, even with God. And he had to bring a mirror to my face. Throughout my book, I keep giving, there's there's a little study series, I call it Naked Reflections. Why? Because God was constantly bringing a mirror to my face and saying, now look deep inside of who you are, get real, take off the facade, And start admitting that you think you are me. Or you think you are capable of doing what I can do in your life. Guys, there were some realizations (laughs) as I was combing through my own life. Finding my own authentic voice. I had to come to those realizations that I was playing God in my own life, that I was sitting on the throne, and God was saying "You will, either you will move or I will move. You decide. And I decided I needed to get out of the way. I need to be willing to do whatever heavy lifting God was calling me to do, because that is where I started to find myself And then her third chapter goes on to say the business of speaking. Once you figure out, or once, let me correct that. Not once you figure it out, because then it's back to me. See, (laughs) it's in my DNA. I don't want us to think in terms of I've got to figure out who I am. Once God reveals to you who you are. And you begin to do the heavy lifting, the cleaning out, whatever it is you have to do to stand solidly in that voice. Then it's time to get on with the business of speaking. God has something. And I think I said this to to Denise. God wants your voice on the airway for a reason. There's something in what you have to say that he once heard, that's why he put you on my heart. That's why he said, reach out to Denise and interview her. Guys, there's something that God wants specifically and personally from every one of us, but we cannot begin to speak it until we find our authentic voice. He's not looking for another I don't know. Lisa Harper. I love her. She's a great preacher, but that's, he's not, he's already made one. He's not looking for another. He's looking for you. What is God trying to speak through you? But he can't because you've yet to find your authentic voice. I love in, (laughs) I love just in Genesis, just the start of the whole Bible. We look at Adam and Eve and the fall of man. And I love when it says they ate from the tree. They took off running and hid themselves. And we have God coming through the cool of the garden. And he's, and they said they hid themselves. We covered ourselves because we're naked. And his question was, who told you that you were naked? Who told you, Adam? Who told you, Eve, that you were naked? At that point, we lost our authentic voice because we started hearing the voice of the enemy. We have to realize that that we have an enemy trying to make us forget who we are. And he's done a fantastic job. (laughs) We are so confused just as people. We're confused. I'm constantly saying, God, I'm so glad I'm not you. God, I don't know how you deal with this. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do with this because we are lost. We are confused. We are hearing the voice of the enemy. And we're taking that to be truth rather than grabbing on to the truth of God. Who told you you were naked? When we can start hearing the voice of God over the voice of the enemy we will reclaim who we are. We will rediscover our own voice. We will start working working out the things that needs to be worked out so that we can speak the words that God is calling us to speak. I, am, I, I was amazed when she said, <laughs> I don't know, you may have even heard the shock of my voice when she said, I, I listened to your, I watched your video. And at first I, I was like, what video? <laughs> Did I make a video? But to hear her share, your video moved me. Because I listened to her and I went, who does that? Who sits in front of a camera and shares the the underbelly, is what she calls it, of their walk with God? That is BJ's authentic voice. I don't know your authentic voice. They will be different because we're different people, but everyone has one. You know that you have stumbled upon your voice when you become, and I loved her phrase, a ripple in the pond. She said, you don't know this, but I have shared our story I laughed when she said that, because when your voice is authentic and you share your voice with someone else, it becomes our story. Denise and I, again, we have not seen each other face to face for at least 20 years, but she remembered the words from BJ's authentic voice and she dubbed it our story. She said, I've shared this with so many people. Guys, I was floored by that. I was moved by that. And even now, as I talk about it, I am humbled by that. Because I simply spoke the words that God had placed in my mouth and in my heart. You never know target that God is aiming for, but my authentic voice, which is God's voice speaking through me, reached the target it was intended to hit and has resonated for 20 plus years in her life to her finding her own authentic voice. We are here to help guide each other to heaven. That is really the only reason I am on the face of this planet. My whole mantra is to inspire changed lives. Not just so that you can become a better person, but so that you can become a god person standing in line with your DNA that's what we're trying to do let's all be a ripple in the pond we are anyway the question is are you creating a ripple that is leading someone to their authentic self or are we creating ripples that's leading people further and further away from the voice that God has placed within them. We have a responsibility, one to another, to help each other walk this walk, boldly, courageously, earnestly. That's something that we don't see often. But as Christians, we can turn that tide around. Today, let's be ripples in the pond, not for the sake of having our names repeated over a podcast years from now or mentioned in a book, but so that the light of God is shining more brightly in this dark, dark world. When we show up, show up authentically, God shows up. I know I've said it before, but who do people get when they get you? I want people to get God when they get me. I invited BJ over, but I actually got God coming over. Not because I'm great, but because the God inside of me is. But he only shines through if we get out of the way. You know, in my... (laughs) In my wedding vows, I said to my husband, I must decrease in order that you may increase. Increase. And I, I wasn't sure. I didn't say it for the people, so it didn't matter. But he understood what I meant by that. That did not mean that BJ would cease to be BJ. But that meant I will stand with you in the shadow sometimes if I have to in order for you to stand more firmly, and prominently in who God has called you to be. God has worked amazingly by me being a ripple in someone else's pond. Guys, sometimes it really just is not about us. It really isn't. And that's contrary to so much of what The world teaches us. But when I stopped trying to fight for me, I made room for God to fight on my behalf. Anything that is meant for me, my name is already on it. I don't have to worry about it. As scripture says, whatever door God opens, no man can shut. And whatever door he shuts, no man can open so I don't have to worry and fight these battles of trying to keep myself up front and prominent because where I am supposed to stand in the forefront God will place me there where I am supposed to stand in the background God will place me there I just need to stand authentically in myself. Use my authentic voice to carry the voice of God to the next person. Denise, my sister, thank you again for sharing. I am so thrilled to hear the journey that God has you on. Continue to shine your light as you try to help others find their light. Guys, again, her name is Denise Benz. She wrote the blueprint to finding your authentic voice. Um, It is a business blueprint, but again, please don't make it so shallow and so narrow that we don't think we can learn from it. We are here as Christians, walking through the business world And we have to know, how do I be God? How do I reflect God? How do I show God in my place of business? I don't just put on God when I'm in church. I walk in the spirit of God always. So Denise, thank you, my sweetheart. I am so delighted to have an opportunity to have you on and to be able to recap. I cannot wait to actually sit down and read through the book. But everyone, take a look. But for your own self, what is important? It's important to know that you have an authentic voice, which means we also have an imposter voice. Take the time this week to really Evaluate yourself. Take a look at yourself. What am I standing in? What am I speaking through? Most often, the imposter or the authentic me. You've got to find your voice, but you cannot and you will not find that voice until you learn to hear the voice of God. So everyone, Be on the lookout for the hand of God because where that hand is, his voice is always there as well. Until next week, be on the lookout for the hand of God. All right. That is going to wrap it up for this week, guys. I hope you have been enlightened and encouraged. Please join me next week for a whole new testimony. And before we say goodbye, I want to say thank you to my music man, Mr. David Burnett Graham. Check out my new book, Rebound, Staging a Spiritual Comeback. You can find that on Amazon. And please leave me any comments on my website, enoughasyouare.com. Follow me on Instagram, everybody. Until next week. Be on the lookout for the hand of God. In this week's episode, meet Jennifer Konson, mother, therapist, teacher of parenting classes all over the world. But in this episode, she teaches us that there are no experts in the field of parenting. At times, you simply have to learn to stand unshakable. I call this episode Standing Unshaken, Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul.